Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. <laughs> so, Steph, it's been a few weeks since we last recorded a podcast. Obviously, we're still still in lockdown. Um, I've missed so, you, actually, Jambo. I've, missed, yeah, I've you. missed you as well. Yeah. I've missed you. What have you been up to? Talk to us, the viewers. Lockdown has ended, and that means an influx of lean beans, I must say, because like we've been talking about over the, the podcast, it's been harder with food it's been harder with nutrition there's definitely been people that have let more snacks creep in larger meals etc so there's definitely been an influx of lean beans which is exciting i've also started my new lean bean legend one-to-one coaching i've seen this yeah i don't think i've spoke about that on the podcast yet so it's just a more intense more structured even intenser version of the lean bean course so um yeah it's exciting and we've got lots of legends going through the one-to-one stuff now as well so all exciting stuff i love that legend love that i I know i just like call them oh how are you doing today legend just how it just flows yeah it's nice (laughs) yeah actually i saw it on social media and i was like oh this is interesting yeah it's good i'm loving it what have you been up to jambo um not a lot to be honest uh lockdown has obviously just come up lifted and now i'm just being out there being a bit more active which kind of leads us on to our next point so um i've just been trying to you know look after my food and nutrition it's been hard during lockdown mm. and now obviously things are lifting and being a bit more active and get out there and i am trying to look after the old poundage so um <laughs> so this week guys we are talking about five ways to make weight loss easier so Steph you are the absolute pro talk to me where do we start on this this is um, a social media post I put out the other day was actually yesterday face punch anyone that tells you losing weight is easy Mm -hmm. losing weight is not easy for me for you for any Joe Debbie Sandra out there and that that's just the reality like the the principle is simple like it's a calorie deficit you eat less you move more you lose weight but we as humans are so much more complicated than that and it's important to break it down further in terms of okay how do we take this simple equation of calories in versus calories out how do we pair that up with our yo-yo dieting that we've rewired our brain in such a negative way to set ourselves up for failure every time we start a diet how do we make it easier for ourselves how do we make it a lifelong change something that we can do and we can enjoy and we can embrace in a way that suits our lifestyle so yeah i think this is going to be a a good little potty yeah absolutely i think um bang on what you say there the science behind weight loss is applicable for everyone but the journey is different and it's all about obviously how you can make your journey easier so steph point number one how can you make things easier on your weight loss journey so I'm going to start with the unsexy one and the one that no one wants to hear, but everyone needs to know and doesn't do to begin with. And it's number one is planning ahead. Oh yeah. So we could dive deep into this, but fundamentally having a plan, being organized, knowing what's happening ahead of time is so, so, so important to any weight loss journey. So we're all busy, right? We're all got busy lives. We've got things going on. There's no one that doesn't say they're bored or not busy most of the time. Right. And the first thing to go out the window is always health and fitness. And I think we've spoken Mm -hmm. about that on the podcast before, but if you plan ahead, 
you know even as a minimum the night before when you go to bed if you know what you're going to be eating the next day for breakfast lunch dinner snacks doesn't mean you've prepped it and all that stuff as long as you know what you're eating it takes the thinking out of it you can focus on other areas of your life work kids social events whatever it is but you know already what you're eating you've got it planned you're confident and you're happy and it makes you therefore more consistent with your deficit absolutely it's funny i'm going through I'm trying to get ready for the uh, budgie smuggler season so i'm going through a bit of a cut at the moment but i am gonna have a nando's this week and Ooh. and oh i know it's exciting and ra- and rather than being super restrictive when i go to nando's i've sort of planned ahead through the week so when you said planning as well i know obviously you can have that plan in mind for the next day but also it made me think about the week and this week i've just restricted my calories leading up to tomorrow or thursday is it what wednesday is today? Today? i don't wednesday. know <laughs> life is just one blur but i've i've built it in so i know that i'm planning ahead for that day as well so obviously there's two ways of thinking about planning planning obviously day by day and being sure what your plan is on a daily but also i guess on the weekend rather than go to nando's and me thinking ah oh, you know i can't have chips because i haven't built it in it's just planning ahead definitely and this is something that i work so closely with both the lean beans and the legends on is the lean beans we look at the structure of a week like you say most people want more calories at the weekend so we plan for that throughout the week Mm -hmm. and then my legends we actually take that one step further so we look at planning a month ahead of time so any occasions that or days out that you know that you're going to need more calories we work that into your month schedule so obviously spontaneous things happen and come up but if you can plan ahead as much as you can it's anyone that doesn't do it yet try it and it will change your life no it doesn't and those things you look forward to as well i think when you do things on impulse and you don't plan say the next day for work and you've got no breakfast sorted and you've got no lunch sorted and tend to make bad decisions anyway but then on the longer scale things if you're planning to have i don't know pizza and beers on a friday night and you're you're good through the week to save yourself for uh that friday night they taste so much better taste so much sweeter because you've kind of you haven't well first you've got something to look forward to but secondly you don't feel that that almost a needless guilt about it either so always handy yeah Perfect. Okay. So nice point. Point number two. Point number two is one of my favorites. Track your calories, Mm. right? You can't manage what you don't measure. If you don't have the numbers out in front of you and you're struggling to lose weight, how are you going to change anything? Because you don't know what's going on. Nothing to analyze. How can you learn? How can you grow? Yeah. I, reluctantly have to agree with you I, i'm not i hate tracking calories but it is the best way to go and and once you get into the rhythm of tracking it yeah, comes a lot easier as well yeah and the one thing that i should promote more is that when i'm saying tracking your calories it doesn't mean you have to track calories for the rest of your life this is not no. like a long-term thing it's enabling us to get to a point where you've educated yourself enough on what's in food how many calories are in food how much protein you're eating in a day so you can get to a point that you can eventually eyeball your plate so you know you can look at a plate whether it's something that you've made or you've gone for a meal out you can roughly know how many calories are on that plate so when you get to a point where you've lost the weight or you're happy with 
your deficit and you know what you're doing, that's when you can relax or loosen the reins with tracking because that's what that's the end goal, right? We're here on this planet to be alive, be happy, be healthy. And tracking is going to be just just know that it's going to be a part of your life for a period of time. Uh, another thing on tracking as well, I think it's really useful. I was saying to Steph before we jumped on here. So what I like to do if I'm going through a bit of a, a weight loss journey is to analyze what I'm eating and see where I'm sort of putting a lot of my calories in. So for example, if I have milk, for example, I used to drink a lot of whole milk and it was in my coffees in the morning and then it was in my porridge. It's just, I was having that every day. Could I substitute that for something and make a small change and just lower my calories? So it's a, it's a good way of seeing where most of your calories end up as well. And then you can make the easier decisions just to make a, an alternative choice. Yes. And something I say to all my lean beans is it's these little tweaks and these little changes that add up to the big, the big changes and the big successes, mm-hmm. because fundamentally you already, before you come or before you start to lose weight or you start a journey, you already have a diet. You already know what you like to eat, when you like to eat, where you like to eat it. It's not about having a massive turnover of, oh my God, I suddenly need to eat chicken, broccoli and rice for the next year. But it's making the small changes like the whole milk. You save X amount of calories over the day, over the week, over the month. And it's, yeah, it's those things that tracking calories is, you you can't beat it. You can't beat it. And it's super simple and it's quite uh, pleasing to see as well. So I think when I made a switch from whole milk to, I think I was having almond milk, I was saving 200 calories a day, just say roughly, but over a seven day period, all of a sudden you're saving what, 200, I mean, 200, 1,400 calories. No, is that Jumbo's not in uh, finance. Don't worry about nah, it. No, <laughs> It's not his so, main job. <laughs> no, no way. So it's just about like seeing that progress as well and just seeing, you know, all of a sudden if you're saving that much calories just by one small change, you know, if you make those changes across the board or just yeah. making sensible choices. <clears throat> yeah. And without tracking calories, you're not going to know, okay, actually I can get quite a lot of bang for my buck with this small change. Because if you're just drinking whole milk, there's not, you're not suddenly going to be like, ooh, there's a lot less calories in semi-skimmed milk. It's just not something that you think yeah. about. It's the same with things like, I guess, like, uh, I mean, people make these changes probably day to day life, but you probably don't think about the impact. But things like butter as well, like going from butter to low fat spread or, or whatever it should be, those things may not seem like a big thing, but they make a big big thing over time and if you make those changes sort of sensible choices across the board all of a sudden you're saving yourself 2,000 3,000 calories in a week just by making sensible food choices yes it's insane isn't it one that my um, lean bean grads it seems to be a theme in the group at the moment is virgin G&T so I know (laughs) tell me more about a virgin G&T they all love the alcohol they all love the wine they all love celebrating because you know that's the kind of people we attract because we're a fun little group but it's um just save like you can just save so many calories over the week but you can still enjoy like you're not missing out but it's another example is like people that like a glass of wine for example instead of having the wine with the calories you can still have the the wine glass and just put in another drink of your choice and so you still get yeah you still get the 
social event if you're out doing it with your friends but you also still get the experience of drinking out of a wine glass and you know one thing that i've done recently and we're going a little bit off topic here but um you we went to a barbecue and been drinking a lot of non-alcoholic beer <laughs> yeah. now this is, this is a two two parter is firstly when you're drinking non-alcoholic beer you probably don't want more than two or three like you're not gonna like i could easily smash 10 or 12 but so all of a sudden you're probably not drinking as much calories as you would say if you're drinking alcoholic drinks but then as well like your food choice is a bit wiser so it's almost like a knock-on effect it's a double one and then if, i feel like i'm having a beer with everyone so it's lovely yes and the third point i'd like to make on that is you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer people at that barbecue might be judging you but do you know what who cares absolutely no one you do because you're saving your calories and you're actually staying on track and it's actually delicious so yeah yeah if you haven't again listeners if you've not tried a non-alcoholic beer or a virgin gnt get on it (laughs) yeah if you want a recommendation of a non-alcoholic beer i've tried basically all in the last two months so drop into my dms and i'll uh, (laughs) sort you out there's a sales pitch look (laughs) (laughs) okay so steph what is point number three Oh, point number three. I feel like before every point, I'm like, oh, these are my favorite, but this is maybe my favorite too. Be accountable. And this can come in so many different forms. But one thing that my lean beans always say after every lean bean course that I do is thank you for putting me into a group of people that are like-minded, that go through the same ups, downs, sideways as me. They have the same thoughts, they have the same feelings, they have the same self-sabotaging traits. Thank you for making me not feel alone. And having a group of people working one-to-one with a coach, working with your friends that are all on a similar journey to you, accountable even if that's to a fitness tracking app where you're tracking your calories. Being accountable, powerful absolutely and i think uh, a lot of people say will make try and make their partner keep them accountable but firstly if your partner's not fully invested in i guess the not your journey but the journey in general like maybe he or she might be on more or less calories than you anyway so for them it's maybe hard to connect so rather than sort of dumping the burden on them and trying to expect them to understand being having those people around you that you can reach out to it just takes a bit of pressure off them as well yeah so many people I work with are ladies that are like it's so annoying that my husband or partner or boyfriend can eat anything he wants and not put on weight which yes is annoying but like you say they might be the most supportive guy in the whole entire world but they're still probably going to bring you chocolates back from the supermarket because they, f- um, they feel like they're trying to be nice. Yeah, and supportive. Exact, exactly. And, and it's almost like um, they, they, people want to be, you know, make you happy and they want a, they don't understand maybe your true driver and your thoughts, but other people who are going through the same process, usually they're going through the same sort of thought process as well. So your partner might bring you flowers and chocolates and not realize that, you probably didn't want the chocolates, but you do want the chocolates. Yeah. So, do you know I mean, it's it's difficult for maybe everyone to connect and understand exactly what you're going through, unless you're going through it yourself. Hundred percent, and it's um, the accountability just is more powerful than. I mean, most people listening to this podcast are yo-yo dieters. They've been through it all before, but 
having the right accountability is also important. So like you go to Slimming World, you go to a meeting every week, you sit down on a chair in a circle, you get told, oh, you've put on a, on a pound this week, that's all, oh, maybe you've been exercising too much. It's also making sure you're around the right people. Yeah, as well. For sure. Yeah, because you don't want it, the journey to become toxic. You don't want it to be a negative thing. It's a positive thing and you want to be around positive people. So yeah, definitely the right accountability is important. Yeah. Okay, Steph, what's point number four? Point number four is yes. enjoying the journey. Oh, again, mm -hmm. just love it so much. So, so many people go through a weight loss journey, miserable, sick, tired, bored of dieting, feel deprived, feel hungry. You don't need to do any of that. Literally, it's no. If you don't enjoy your journey, you're not going to stay consistent to a deficit. The most important part of your calorie deficit is staying consistent to it. And if you can't do that because you feel miserable and you feel more hormonal and you feel like you want to gorge the chocolate tray of food of whatever, what, that's not a life that I want to live. Don't know about you, John. No, certainly not. Definitely not. Like you say, it's being able to go to Nando's at the weekend, but planning for it, that's enjoyment of the journey. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I guess they all sort of come hand in hand when you talk about these things, because like planning for it, I'm going to enjoy my Nando's tomorrow, whenever it is. Don't feel like some sort of guilt or I've gone off the wagon because I prepared for it. So I'm still enjoying every aspect of it. I'm enjoying the journey, the days where I'm eating 200 calories under my, my goal so that I can save them up for my Nando's. So preparing can help you enjoy. One of my legends last weekend, she had a boozy brunch. Now, I mm. know I've spoken about a boozy brunch from here before. Oh, and it's, yeah. basically, it's basically just, if, no, if you don't know what it is, unlimited Prosecco or whatever your drink of choice is. Beer? Or beer. Yeah, you can do beer La now. Las Iguanas do uh, <sighs> bottomless beer. Oh, gosh. Ouch. Mm. Yeah, I've got one actually next weekend. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so we, so as a legend, we obviously account for this over the month. So we look at dropping calories elsewhere throughout the month to kind of make up for the extra calories that she was going to consume at Boozy Brunch. Now, this to me is enjoyment of the journey because we're not depriving or we haven't been depriving her of anything. And I'm not saying don't go to your Boozy Brunch and have the flipping time of your life because that's what we're here for. And yep. it's just planning ahead, like point one, and being accountable to someone point three <laughs> now what was point two point two was uh tracking tracking, tracking. <laughs> so but the the thing is on this boozy brunch day we tracked but we tracked loosely so again it's not having to be strict every single day every single week every single month because the reality is for most people that have got the weight to lose being a little bit loose as long as they're sticking closely within yeah. their deficit they're still going to be making massive changes and better choices than they were if they weren't accountable, they weren't tracking every other single day. And it's, um, it was interesting because what came out of it was, okay, actually, I didn't consume as many calories as I thought I was going to. That's what my legend has said. And actually, it was the next day, so the following hungover day, that was actually harder to deal yeah, with. Yeah. So this time, we didn't account for too many extra calories on the hungover day. So... We've learned the lesson, we've yep. grown, and next time, 
that this happens, we'll adapt, and this is how we grow. And this is why it's a journey of, I mean, I've gone digressing now, but. No, nah, but it's true. I think like, uh, the enjoyment of it is if you don't enjoy it, if you're super restrictive and you don't do all these things in your day-to-day life, it'll come to an end. And that's when you fall off the wagon again. I think when you learn to build these things into your life on the journey and accept that progress isn't going to be linear, it's going to have its ups and downs, but you're still going to make progress over the wider picture. That's when you can still do things to enjoy. If you want to go have a couple of beers or you want to have a couple of Prosecco's, pizza, Nando's, build it into your life because if you completely restrict them, then it's going to stop at some point. Yeah. And the harsh reality is too, and it goes back to point two of tracking. If you have the numbers out there in front of you then you've had, you can see right you might have gone over a few extra hundred calories but you're actually still in a deficit just not as a big of one as we'd planned yeah. cool I'm jambo so oh go on point number five. Oh, yeah. on i'm handing this one to you so uh again this is something i was speaking to steph before we started it's just about being slightly more active now we've talked about this before on the potty you don't have to be an absolute gym bunny to lose weight but there's things you can do in your day-to-day life um and sort of take take stock of what what your day-to-day life is like so potentially if you in the evening sit down and just want to watch tv maybe find something that you enjoy that is slightly more active the way of like switching off if that means going for a walk with a partner or maybe you want to go play badminton or netball in the evenings, or you want to start five-side football. They were the most random sports. Well, I just think, I think a lot of people um, almost get trapped into not being active and it doesn't, it it can just be an out, getting out and doing things with, Mm. it doesn't have to be aggressively active. Um, What about rock climbing? Rock climbing. Although that is quite aggressively active to be fair. Yeah, but I just, I think sitting down, you're not creating any, you're not, burning any extra calories you're just going into a vegetated state and one thing i've learned actually as we're coming out of lockdown so i've lost three kilos since the 12th of um so a month i've lost three kilos have i made massive changes no but my activities levels have gone through the roof so i'm not i'm not all of a sudden going out running i'm not playing i am playing sport but I'm not all of a sudden going to the gym, the extra gym sessions. So it's just about making, being a bit more active, getting out, going to the gym, walking around, getting those steps in, you know, going to get my hair cut. All of a sudden my activity levels have increased on a day-to-day basis. And then at the weekend I'm playing sport. So all of a sudden, potentially what I was doing in February and March, I'm almost doing tenfold of it now. And it's just by, it's just by being a bit more active and doing stuff I enjoy, not necessarily going to the gym and hammering myself. Mm. And it's, um, we've talked about this before, but we know that nutrition is the main part of weight loss, the weight loss equation, but within the same breath, you get more active. It does like, they do go together in an umbrella of you being more active, you feel better. You therefore want to stick to your nutrition, to your targets better as well. Yeah. Yeah, And I think, um, just say, um, you, every evening for an hour and a half, you sit down and watch TV for example, uh, if you went out and in that hour and a half did an extra 200 calories activity um, a day through the week, that's another 1,400 calories that you've you've burnt. All of a sudden, with the changes with the milk and the changes with that activity, which is only slight, all of a sudden you're at 3,000 calories uh, a week extra just by just making those sensible changes. And it doesn't have to be aggressive and it doesn't mean that you have to go smash yourself, but it's just about being 
I guess, yeah, more aware of of things. Definitely, there's there's a powerful connection there. There's absolutely no doubt about that. So yeah, love that point five. Thanks. Okay, Steph. So five points that we're going through. Point number one. Plan ahead of time. Point number two. Track your calories. Point number three. Be accountable. Point number four. Enjoy your journey. Please enjoy your journey. And point number five, Steph. Be active. Just be a bit more active. Find something you enjoy and be more active. So, Steph, where can we find you? You can find me predominantly on social media, Facebook and Instagram at foodislife.nutrition. You can also find my website where you can find all the details to the Lean Bean course, the Lean Bean Legend course at www.foodislifenutrition.com. This will also be in the show notes, so the links will be down there. So if you don't want to go and find them yourself, all you have to do is just look below this podcast. Jambo, where can we find you? You can find me strictly on Instagram at jambo.the.great. Also, I do have at jambo.the.recipes. I will update it. I've been very busy with my life at the moment, but I will keep updating it. Um, He's too busy being in a deficit, look. That's the problem. I can't cook (laughs) any food. Um, (laughs) But as well, guys, I just want to say, I feel like a lot of people have followed us on Instagram. And if you did ever want to reach out and ask questions, by all means, just give us a drop us a message and either of us i'm sure will be happy to help please do we we love a bit of insta don't we okay thanks for tuning in guys and um we'll see you next time bye guys bye bye bye